Okay. So what we do do here, besides talk about sports when Ron's around, is we poop on politicians. It's in our name. <laughs> and the people who, who surround these politicians. Ron, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Fannie Willis is making no friends in Georgia tonight. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> This is the Jordan Corey Show on the P4B. And if you thought all we did was sit around thinking up ways to poop on empty suit politicians, well, you'd be half right. This is indeed the P4B. This is the first edition of the Jordan Corey Show. <laughs> we'll see how far we get with it. But to add class to the show, we have on lead guitar, Ron Corey, standing by. How you doing, Ron? All right. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, before we get started, I want to remind everybody to visit my buddy, Jacob. Uh, Jacob is a buddy of mine. He grew up with autism. So obviously he was kind of the kind of guy who kept to himself until you say Monster Jam. Got involved with Monster Jam as a little kid. Big fan. And I have a third Ron Corey coming into play right now on my screen. Uh, I don't know what the hell. Was, wait a minute. Jesus. <laughs> Can you see that? Can you see a third party? There we go. Okay, we're back to two again. Oh, so, yeah. Um, uh, Jacob started out as a big fan of Monster Jam. He... Uh, started to go to the shows. He started to make friends with some of the people in it. Uh, long story short, Jacob is now the videographer and publicity guy for Team Tom Foolery and their uh, their big go-to truck, Jester. Uh, I will leave a link. And whenever I say leave a link uh, in, in any of my recordings, if you're on Substack, you'll see a button below the uh, video line or the audio line. Um, if you're on Amazon Music or if you're on Rumble or something like that, you'll find the links either in the description or the comments. Um, speaking of links, don't forget to support the P4B with a donation. They'll find a donate button or a donate link uh, so Ron and I can be kept in a luxurious lifestyle to which we've become accustomed. All right. What did we make last month? Two... two Two bucks a piece last month, I think. Hey, life is good. We're rolling at it. <laughs> my, my mom can have that sex change operation she's been wanting all these years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, also, if you want to support the P4B, you can also visit poriver.etsy.com. All one word, poriver.etsy.com. And if you want P4 gear, P4B gear, you just scroll down on the left and you'll find P4B gear and everyone will know you are uh, dialed in to the best podcast on the internet. <laughs> you know what? Before we do the sports, uh, I want to I wanna poop on a couple of people because that's what we do. Um, but I think you said before the show, Everything's happening so fast. It's unbelievable. This this week, um, 
I mean, I was relatively young when Watergate took place. And this week seems like another another Watergate type of week with everything that's going on around us, including, you know, Fannie Willis and and uh, the Mar-a-Lago raid and, and everything else that seems to be everything seems to be pulling together right now this this week. And it's wild. It's it, it used to be once every week, week and a half you'd see this kind of craziness and you, and you think, wow, the, the, the world's going to hell in a handbag. Now it's every day, twice a day. Unbelievable. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about it later, but the, um, the, the whole scare thing, the whole Russian scare thing, it's already falling apart. It's, we already know it's a hoax. Yeah. But they're putting hoax. it out. You know, Kirby, Kirby was backing down from it. Yeah. Big hoax. I, they wanted, uh, they want more money for Ukraine. So they're scaring the public and, and, uh, and that's that's it's what they do right now. There's very little faith in the in U.S. government right now because almost every day, whether it's Biden or or one of the cronies, uh, something wacky is going on. Yep, yep, exactly that. But before we get into all that, um, I want to get your take on the Super Bowl. Well, it turned out to be a good game after all. The first half was relatively uh, was pretty boring, I would say, but. Turned out to be a good game. I, I didn't have a you know a dog in the race. I didn't really care for either team, uh, but I guess we're at this point faced with a Kansas City dynasty. I mean, there's no uh, uh, no other way to say it. I mean, they they've got their quarterback, and uh, they're going to be a force to contend with for probably for a few years to come. Um, you know, the 49ers losing. What traditionally happens is you never get back to that pedestal the next year. So, uh, you know, I think the Eagles need some help, but, and, you know, that might be one way is that if the 49ers are not, not part of that plan again, I still think they're going to be formidable, but maybe not, uh, you know, maybe not as good as they were this year. Yeah, I was, I, I was not, I was pulling for San Francisco because I literally did not want to see Kazoo win. <laughs> Kazoo, I don't like I, the guy. I love that. Hey, where's that helmet to? So it, it fits over his his headband and his I don't know what you call that. It's it's not an afro, it's not a mohawk, the the frohawk thing he's Puffy, got going. Puffy hair, whatever the heck it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and the chin straps are loose. So it sits up on top of all this crap. Right. And I'm thinking just one big you know, defensive guy getting around, taking him down accidental placement of a knee that kid loses six of his teeth right yeah i think somebody mentioned i thought it was a uh, mouth guard that he was wearing but apparently that's an invisalign you know the thing that straightens your teeth out so he's yeah. always constantly chewing on that thing so i, I don't yeah, know which which destroys it yeah but, yeah i mean it has the same effect the idea is to protect it from getting bloody lip every time you get hit right but um okay uh, your impression, most valuable player and least valuable player? Well, the most valuable player, obviously, I, I mean, I think was the quarterback. I know you, you may feel a little bit differently than that, but traditionally they give it to the quarterback unless the, you know, unless there's a running back that scores four or five touchdowns, which didn't happen. Uh, so um, the quarterback and, uh, and it's a shame. I'll say the San Francisco kicker, although he, he did have a, was a 51 yard or so field goal, but, you can't miss extra points. You just can't. Painful. That was painful. Of yeah. all the times not to boot it, 
straight up into the stratosphere and over, you know, he, he kicks it right into the defense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that the the play of the game was was Chanel's right hand. Yep. You know, yep. getting up on that ball. Absolutely. That was pretty impressive. Um so I guess that's it until the Eagles are in the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> oh, they got a ways to go. They gotta they gotta <laughs> clean up that defense. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, luckily the, the division, you know, you got Dallas, you've got uh, uh, New York. They could win the division, but, you know, again, unless they really improve their defense, I don't see them going much further. They, they need a sports psychologist. They need somebody to stick some foot up some asses. I think they have the talent. I think they, they need, lack the organization. They need a young priest and an old priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. But uh, okay. So switching from football, as this is your Bailey Wick, talk to me about the Phillies. Phillies, I'm I'm really I'm I am looking forward to uh, to this year. Uh, I would like to see them uh, get uh, another uh, starter. Uh, as we talked about, there there's a, a Spencer Turnbull who they just signed for uh, for one year. He was formerly with the. Um, uh, Boston Red Sox uh, actually had a no hitter in 2021. Then, unfortunately, had to have uh, Tommy John surgery, which set him back for, I guess, a year and a half or so. Came back and, uh, you know, not too impressive with an ERA somewhere around six or seven in the last year or so. But I think the Phillies must see something in him. I don't see him solving the uh, crack in the top five starters. Uh, but he may be uh, useful as a um, you know a mid middle reliever or something like that. So I have hopes that he may fill some of their issue with the in the relief role. I still think the Phillies need a starter. Um, the, you know, the, I don't have a whole lot of faith in um, in uh, all five of their uh, five of their starters, especially Taiwan Walker, who I don't think is uh, I think he's probably the most overpaid Philly there is right now. But um, I think if they can get another starter, there's talk of Jordan Montgomery, who is a Scott Boros. Uh, Scott Boros manages him also, along with uh, with uh, Nola. Uh, there's talk that he hasn't gotten the uh, looks from teams that uh, he thought he was going to get as far as the big bucks go. He wanted to be up in the Nola territory as far as salaries. I don't think that's going to happen. There's talk he might uh, settle for a year or two contract. I'd love to see the Phil swoop on, in on him. If they can get him at a, at a decent salary for a year or two, because they can slide him right into the number three role, and uh, that would that would certainly solve their starter problem. So uh, hopefully that'll happen. Well, they've started. They're they're down there now. They're starting with uh, pitchers and catchers right now. Uh, yep. Spring spring uh, spring training starting is going to be uh, cranking up pretty soon. Yeah, the first uh, televised game will be Sunday. Again, not sure the date, 25th, 26th, something like that. Whatever that Sunday is, that will be the first uh, televised spring training game in February. Um, what we'll do is I will try to pay more attention to sports so you're not carrying the – you're not dragging that bag every week. Oh, I don't mind. Sports is my uh, – you know, I, I love sports. As you know, I love uh, – I can't say I love what's going on with politics right now, but it's certainly interesting. And then, uh, yeah. you know, music's my other, uh, uh, you know – I'm a little bit of a music buff, especially from the 60s and 70s era. So we all we have that going for us anyway. Oh, I don't know if you can see that right here. This was where that big dark mark was. Took the snip snip there. Dermatologist took care of it. Yeah, with the the nitrogen. Did you get that? 
I can't remember. Did you get uh, uh, biopsied on that? Or I uh, know I got a biopsy on thing in my leg. It turned out to be a freaking wart. But well, that's that's a good thing. Yeah, but uh, on this, they said it's precancerous, and uh, you know, I mentioned it last show, and she hit me with that uh, liquid nitrogen, and it worked. Yeah. You know, for a couple of days, I was thinking, oh, this didn't work at all, but it, it came out really good. I'm happy with burns it. it off, burns it off after a few days, right? Yeah. That was yeah. apropos of absolutely nothing, but. <laughs> well, hey, shouldn't be complaining about that. Believe me, I had a couple a couple scares in my past. that They all turned out to be negative, but it's kind of a, a squeamish week or so until you get that word. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. You, you want to hear that. Okay. Enough about sports for now. We'll get back to it. Okay. So what we do do here, besides talk about sports when Ron's around, is we poop on politicians. It's in our name. <laughs> and the people who, who surround these politicians. Ron, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but Fannie Willis is making no friends in Georgia tonight. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I watched it. Uh, watched quite a bit of that today. And uh, oh my God, what a what a show that was, uh, you know, between uh, her name is in, in itself to me is funny. You have uh, what you talking about and you have um, her and her dalliance with her boyfriend. You know, they're yeah. the old uh, the old uh, BG song, Fanny, be tender with my love. So there's a lot of that going on. <laughs> she's she's in an evidentiary, evidentiary hearing with a judge, which means there's no jury, just the judge. And she's getting in his face. She's, she's shaking papers at him and pointing at him. It's like, you don't I, you understand. Know, I don't know about I don't know about that judge, in fact, because he he should have just hauled her ass right out of that court after that stuff was going on. Out of for contempt. Yeah. Gave her a lot of leeway there. A lot of leeway. He he did. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I don't know, that he can say later there was no animosity on my part. Well, it certainly but wasn't. She and her dipshit lover, who is the worst lawyer in history, are now off the case. Did you hear what he did? With his yeah. divorce testimony, he goes. Uh, no, I don't think I heard that. He in the divorce testimony, the key words being, "at no time before." So now he leaves himself no fudge room. You know, late twenty twenty two. Did I have a relationship with anyone other than my wife? Oh, right, right, okay. And then yeah. it all starts to ooze out, and they start coming up against this evidentiary hearing. He goes and amends his divorce statement, affidavit he swore to. And instead of trying to create an out for himself and just say, this is my amended testimony, I'm, I'm correcting the record. He writes, I plead the fifth. <laughs> He's the worst lawyer in the world. He's the worst lawyer in the world. <laughs> well, he, he is. And did you hear him uh, uh, saying that he accepts uh, basically suitcases of cash from his clients. Yeah, yeah. The IRS is going to be knocking on his door tomorrow. The too. IRS then, is going to be knocking on his door. Yeah. And what do, why do lawyers do that? What kind <laughs> of lawyers take cash? You know? Well, money laundering lawyers for one. Oh my God. What a mess. Yeah, so oh, if yeah. they both don't end up off the case, 
if he doesn't end up on charges, they well, they have to be disbarred. They lied to the courts right. repeatedly. Right. And the the uh, her uh, her former girlfriend, of course, said that uh, they were an item years before any of this took place. Hmm. So they, they lied right there. They lied. It was one of the worst kept secrets in that county, evidently. Mm -hmm. um, now, the, the upshot is, if she gets yanked from the case, then the uh, attorney general of Georgia appoints the new DA, and he'll decide whether to pursue it. The AG is Republican. I don't oh, yeah. know if he's a rhino, but... Yeah. I think I think it's a dead deal in uh, in Georgia now. Of course, Trump uh, still he's heavily involved in the uh, New York uh, situation with the uh, the girlfriends there up there. So that's that's in process right now too. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, um, she's got um, anything with her name on it in the investigation and lead up to even if they start over again, all that stuff has to get thrown out and they have right. to start rebuilding whatever they were trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I think it goes away. My theory says nobody's going to want to, nobody's going to want to try to put this genie back in a bottle. Just leave it. You know, well, I think it's, I think right now it's looking pretty good for, for Trump because I think that one's going to go away. Um, and we, we will talk and we have talked about the whole Mar-a-Lago issue where they're probably trying to get the CIA's FBI, whoever is trying to get that, Binder, which very well may have been in Mar-a-Lago if it's not still there. And it's it's crazy. Just crazy stuff going on. Well, that's important. Hold that thought and remind me. Yep. Um, speaking of things going away, I can't believe uh, that the judge in Mar-a-Lago case doesn't look at, you know, equal treatment under the law. Look at Biden walking away from years and years of never having authorization to take the stuff you know right. biden has a biden has a document by document defense he can make or, or, or trump does right. trump has and he he may lose in those different defenses but biden has nothing yeah. he has no defense why why wouldn't the judge in mar-a-lago throw out the case with prejudice and say you're never coming back this case is over we will treat him the same way we treated Biden. He should. And and Trump was the president. And Biden apparently, I'll say allegedly, just took stuff out of skiff units for his own whatever, personal use. Right. right. And then, then showed them to his ghostwriter. Ghostwriter. Yep. Jackass. They, uh, should, anyway. they should talk about they should talk to that ghostwriter too. I don't think that's happened yet either. Yep. And I do want to get back to the Mar-a-Lago. And the uh, the CIA and the foreign entities and stuff, because I know I know you've been keeping an eye on that. There's lots of stuff going on there too, and it all, like I said before, it's like a peeling away the the onion because it 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 goes back to Obama and the uh, the John Brennan. Uh, there's a, and the the former director of the intelligence, Gina Haswell, allegedly uh, she's behind a lot of this and probably has a copy of that binder. Uh, but it goes back to Brennan Haspel and even Jake Sullivan, who you still see on the news. I, I don't know what it's like. That guy, that pencil neck geek. He yeah. was the one he was the one who said um, deterrence works best after the fact. 
Yeah, right. It doesn't right. work beforehand. Well, this was all part of the big, the big Hillary, uh, Obama, Biden cabal, and yeah. Um, yeah. and it, you know that's I'm convinced that the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago among among other things to to try to find that binder that uh, Trump may have or may have had. Yes, there was there was the I mean it was ongoing it was ongoing civil case between Trump and the librarian. And this is another thing that you and I are going to be talking about in a, a few minutes, but things that um, hit the headlines, they get reported, and then they suddenly go away. It was reported that Biden ordered the Justice Department to take over the case from the librarian. The librarian was a little upset. I guess it makes him feel good that Trump was going to get in trouble. But that was his case. That was his case to litigate and negotiate and settle as mm -hmm. a civil as a civil case. So they had a chance to discredit Trump. There were things in there that they wanted to get control over. I, I've heard about the binder that you're talking about, and and I agree. If there was something like that there, that's even more motivation to send in troops to Mar-a-Lago. You know, with the with the the fatigues and the and the. The AR-14s and the the whole thing, the whole schmear. You know, it, it was... It, it, it I'm, was convinced they, I'm convinced they were more after more than just general files. They were looking for something in particular to save their asses. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, um, I was going to go on a border jag, but I'm thinking I'll save that for next show because it all stands as being just as true as will then. I might even I might even read the whole summary of the bill <laughs> at the next show, right? Um, but I want to pick your brain about a few other things that that are more timely. They're they're in the news this week. The DNC RNC bombing thing. Yes, more more came out about that this week, and uh, it's uh, uh, I think it's uh, the um, Washington Examiner had uh, had another. Um, some more information about that. This week, there was a video that came out, which is very interesting. It was grainy, a little bit hard to see. You couldn't tell whether it was Capitol Police or Secret Service. Anyway, uh, they have, uh, you know, they every time a, every time a car wants to get into the DNC, they had already done the sweep, the early sweep. Every time a car comes into the DNC, they have bomb sniffing dogs that, of course, go around the car, sniff everything out and then give the OK for the car to go into the DNC. Well, this particular video showed that happening which as it should, and then showed the uh, officer with the dog leave that area and walk over. And it's, a, it's just a short walk to the area where there's a bench and where allegedly the bomb was stationed. The dog did nothing. And uh, I, I used to, uh, I was a civilian for the Capitol Police for a number of years. Those dogs can sniff out a bomb 200 yards, 200 or 300 yards away, unless there's a, you know, windstorm or something like that. There's no way in hell that dog would have missed a live bomb uh, and as uh, as he walked right past it. So again, something else sniffs and uh, stinks in Denmark. And I think that's yeah. that's a big fix too. And I keep hearing uh, discussions, uh, the talking heads, was it a live bomb? Was it a, 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 a training device? Mm -hmm. I do know about training devices. I bet you if you showed me one, I could, I could tell you that's a goddamn training device. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the uh, the upshot is we don't have 
uh, air marshals on airplanes right now. Right. They've been they've been seconded to someplace else in the Justice Department to chase down people who may have been on a camera at some point on J6. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or or they went to Virginia sometime around January 6th and bought a gun or bought uh, bought tear gas or whatever, bought a uh, one of those expanding sticks you hit people with. And that's what federal marshals are doing right now. What happens if, God forbid, there's an episode on an airplane where a marshal could have been used? Right. Exactly correct. And and if if the bomb's real or fake, it doesn't matter. A fake bomb is like screaming hijacking an airplane. Why are we not dedicating resources to find finding this son of a bitch? Well, something's going on. And, and the whole thing smells bad because uh, it was out, a couple of hours before the swearing in over at the Capitol. And they had um, Kamala Harris stored in, in, the, in an office in the DNC, I think, just waiting for something to blow. I say that in quotes. I don't mean blow specifically, but use that as an excuse. Oh, God. We found a, uh, you know, somebody's trying to kill the vice president at the DNC. She shouldn't even been at the DNC. She should have been yeah. over in the Capitol. If, so, they could, if they couldn't stir enough crap up at the Capitol building, yep. have the bombs to fall back on. It was the backup, that was the backup plan, I'm convinced. Yep. That sounds like a good theory. Mm -hmm. um, before we move on to, let's see, the WAPO from... Yeah, I mean we're both we're both aware of articles in, in, in 2017. Well, they're now being reported as news. Oh my god. But before we do that, um my theory on this hubbub about Biden's aged and the the her report saying he was you know he should get away with it because if, if you put him in front of a jury, yeah, he was he, he was getting a get out of jail card. If you put him in front of the jury, the jury will just write him off as an old man with a bad memory. I don't think the administration or any of the Dems on Capitol Hill who are screaming to high heavens, he shouldn't have said that. That was a gratuitous statement. And they couldn't define the word gratuitous, you know, if they had instructions. They're screaming all this because they want you to pay attention to that part of the report. Mm -hmm. They don't want you paying attention to the part that we talked about earlier that said he willfully and knowingly took documents he was not entitled to. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So by keeping the argument over here, which they don't give a shit that her said he was old and forgetful. They don't give a damn. That is keeping attention from the reality of the report. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Not buy it. And it, this is all, it's all coming together. They, they finally uh, realize that he's got to go because, uh, you know, the, his uh, election's in, in jeopardy. So uh, just a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah, but as I was saying, the, uh, the newsies now are talking about um, the Ukrainians, the, the Brits, the Canadians, the Australians, all spying on Trump. They all those same papers reported that in 2017. Yeah, well, you see how same stories. See how this is tied together. In fact, I'm looking here. Report: The CIA urged foreign spy agencies to spy on 26 Trump associates leading up to the 2016 election. The operation conveniently led to allegations that the Trump campaign was colluding with Russia 
Here we go. Former CIA director John Brennan helped whip up the plan and shared his targets to the intel organizations in US, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. And this is a report by that uh, Taibbi and Schellenberger. The development is significant considering the US government claimed it was notified by other agencies that Trump was colluding with Russia, when in reality, the US government masterminded it. Right. There you go. And that was seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And now they're coming out with it. it. They're like dripping it out. Like, oh my lands, look what we just found out. Right. I'm so surprised, you know, right. it's, it's ridiculous. And it's all about, like we, we were saying earlier, shiny object. Um, I mentioned on a previous podcast, I don't think it was the one you were with me on, where they can make your money to go away. Did you, did, you, did I tell you about that one? Yeah, I don't think so. Um, this is just one of a million things they're doing, okay? Um, South Dakota is fighting it. But what it amounts to is if, 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 if you're, say, with Fidelity, I'm with Fidelity, that's where my money is. And Fidelity uh, gets a little behind the eight ball and people start calling out their debt and they can't pay the debt. The government says your balance is now their money. It belongs to them. Hmm. They take your balance, they pay their debts. Ta-da! Hmm. How does that work? So South Dakota's fighting it, but not all the states are fighting it because I'm pretty sure that legislators in most states aren't worth much more than legislators in D.C. Right. They probably don't even know about it. Mm -hmm. And if if they know about it, they probably misunderstood or didn't give a crap what was being done to people. So we need to pay attention to this stuff. We have to uh, we have to start being more discreet as to what we pay attention to. It's what they're doing to us. It's not what they say. It's not their attitude. It's what they're doing to us. Well, you know, it's scary with all this stuff that's going on just in the last week. How can you trust anybody in the government at this point? Right. How right. can you trust anybody? It's just, it's one big shit show. It really is. It really is. And and uh, the, I'd say half the GOP is no better than the, the Dems. Always railing than, against the Dems. Other than a, a half a dozen or so GOP, you can't trust them either. Yeah. Did you hear Lindsey Graham the other night? Why he voted for it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, well, it was some kind of symbolic vote, but he's counting on the House to kill it. Well, then don't vote for it. Yeah. Have the courage of your convictions. He wanted to go on record saying, "I support Ukraine," but then tell the House, "Don't pass it. Don't pass it. You take it on your shoulders." You know. Here's, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at an article in, from Politico, January 2017, Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. I, yeah, I have that right here. I have that right here in front of me. It's, I'm telling you, there's a lot. And, and I, I guarantee you that uh, Zelensky, a lot of that money that's going to Ukraine is never, they're never seeing it over there. Oh. Most, of, most of it's uh, fueling our own folks, Lockheed Martin and all that, you know, but it's it's not getting there, and if the, it is the getting, money, it's getting stolen. Yeah, the money they claim they can't account for goes to cronies who run nonprofits to distribute the money or do whatever it's that money is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But the nonprofit pays the CEO, the owner of the nonprofit, a tremendous salary. Yep. 
you know, just because the just because the 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 organism itself doesn't show a profit doesn't mean the people in it aren't being very well paid. There should be the the government should be asking for a complete accounting of every penny that's going over to Ukraine, and if it's it's being spent. It. You're right, but you'll never find no problem. You know, listen, I I don't want to see Putin take anybody else over either, but I, I guarantee you that money's wasted. It is absolutely, and and you'll you'll never see a real accounting. Nope. Um, which brings us back to the big scare. Oh. Uh, you know, talking about the shiny objects. I want you to give me your opinion of this this sudden fright and all that stuff in DC, and then I'll I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Is it isn't the timing interesting again? Again, uh, you know, get get the uh, the real news off the front paper and scare everybody right now. That right. Uh, Russia, listen. You'd have to be stupid to, to think Russia isn't trying to pull some of this stuff. I mean, I'm sure they know that. It's not, it, we're, our satellites aren't getting blasted out of the sky tonight. They might a few years from now if we're not careful, but it's not, it's not an imminent danger as of right now. The only reason that is on in the newspaper right now is to deflect Gina Haskell, John Brennan, Jake Sullivan, Obama, Biden, Kamala Harris. It's all part of the plan. It's, it's all it's part a of the shield. Plan. Yeah, it's a shield. It's a shiny object, a distraction. Um, I go with Occam's razor on this. What's the simplest and most likely explanation? Putin decided last week, I'm going to take over the world and start by launching hypersonics on the United States mm -hmm. or popping nukes in the atmosphere. Which we could do anytime. Russia can do it, we can do it anytime. It would wipe out satellites for in all directions, line of sight. You know, so you go way up there and you you pop a nuke, the 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 pulse will go out and cripple all these satellites. So that's not new. Right. Which actually, you know, uh that that it actually it is very scary that you can pop something up in the air and, and pretty much wipe out every electronic device we have. Yeah. It's very possible. Very possible. Before before satellites, they have pictures of tests of nukes in outer space. Lighten up the Earth like daytime. Mm -hmm. um, it was very impressive, and they found out, they decided very quickly, Russia and the United States, if we're going to send electronics up there, we need to stop popping these caps up there. Yeah. You know? But Getting back to Occam's razor, the, the other simple explanation is somebody's lying. And based on the concept of lie to me once, lie to me always, we know who's lying. Right. Well, what's the old adage? If you lie enough times, it becomes the truth. I, I don't know what. You lie enough times, it becomes the truth. Right. Well, yeah, you can, you can make people believe it. Mm -hmm. But um, once you have shown yourself to be a liar and... God Almighty! If, if if right now if the regime is talking, that they're lying, you know, so you can't believe it. What did George Costanza say? It's not a lie if you believe it. <laughs> it's not a lie if you believe it. That's right. <laughs> you got some great quotes from that guy. He must be like your hero. Oh, I'm a George I'm a Costanza. I felt Yeah, but um, uh, yeah. Now, aside from that, aside from that scary thing. Christopher Ray came out last week at the conference of the National Conference of Mayors, National Association of Mayors meeting. 
and he laid out a whole bunch of problems. And he said, we are in trouble. And he wasn't talking about Putin and satellites and nukes and hypersonics. He was saying the problem is here and the problem is going to happen pretty much right now. Mm -hmm. So prepare your neighborhoods. And he gave an outline, you know, um, start training your cops, fatten up your, your first responders, uh, teach your citizens how to contribute. Because if something like this happens, the cops aren't coming. The cops are going to be busy over there. You're on your own. Mm -hmm. So he started, he started having this discussion and this uh, sheriff of Butler County, who I've heard about, I have yet to sit down and look at his videos. I want to do that. Butler County, Pennsylvania? Or? Butler County. I, I, is it Arizona? I don't know. I, don't, I was just wondering. I don't but anyway, I want to look him up, mm -hmm. find out what he's doing. Because he says, uh, he said that he gets popped, his computer system, uh, five to 10 attempts a day by the Chinese, three a day by the Russians. And it's just a county computer system. You know, he said, if that's happening to us, what's happening to our grid? What's happening to our water supply and and all the computer controls therein, you know? But the thing that I'm thinking about and what I'm guessing Ray was referring to was thousands of Yemenis, Uzbekis, Iranians, all these people with a reputation that's less than stellar, Waltzing into the country. Well, look at the the, the uh, just recently the increasing number of Chinese nationals coming in. Twenty thousand. Yeah, twenty thousand this quarter. Why is that happening? Exactly. And one guy, one intrepid reporter, followed some of them, kept track of them, and had video of them uh, target shooting with ARs and pistols. Hmm. Interesting. So you're you're a refugee. You're suffering. You yeah. poor thing. You're a, you're an asylum seeker. And instead of seeking shelter, like finding out where you can get some work, wherever you can find it, you're popping off firearms in target practice. So, yeah, I, for the first time in a very long time, I have to put some credence in Christopher Ray. Yeah, it's the first, sounds like it's the first realistic thing he said in forever. Yeah, even yeah. a, even a stop clock is right twice a day. Yeah, right. Right. So I gotta, I gotta say that we need to at least pay attention. And it's scary because if some of these groups get together here, look at well, look what's happening right now with MS-13. They're forming armies in in New York City right now. Yep. Yeah, and they're combining. They're allying like countries mm -hmm. with the Venezuelan yep. scumbags. Yep. You know. Yep. Um. I came up with one rule in that list I was talking about. They're only counting children from contiguous countries. Uh, we already have a problem with children disappearing into slave labor. Yeah, we said what's 80 approximately. Does that mean probably more a contiguous country? Are they talking about Mexico? Are there any other contiguous countries to the United States? Canada. <laughs> And which is yep. another problem because now they're entering from the northern area too. coming from both directions they're gonna have to build a, a, wall, a wall in uh, toronto yeah we got i gotta i gotta run a segment if i can find a way to to pull it up of that south park building a wall between yeah. the united states and canada 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you got that wall for? Blame Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the, the Americans are mad because the Canadians built a wall. Right. And they won't tell them what's on the other side. <laughs> but South Park is awesome. You're becoming the to do that. Yeah. But yeah, so you have from non-contiguous countries um, where there is no count, there is no accountability. All these kids, you know, some guy with driving a low rider with face tattoos is going to come and pick up four kids. You know, uh, two Venezuelans, one African kid and one kid from China and say, yeah, I'm their uncle. Mm -hmm. Off they go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when, when you're letting 5,000 to 7,500 people a day come strolling across, that's chaos. You can't control that. And, uh, you know, the, the, the word was 10, 10 million. According to Tucker Carlson, he said, we blew that away a long time ago. We're up to 20 to 22 million. Oh, easily. And, and before that, I mean, for years, we had anywhere from a million to 300, you know, 300,000 to a million every year since the Reagan amnesty. Mm -hmm. How long ago was that? 40 years? Right. And it was a million, you know, a, a million, a million a year legally. Versus... And illegally. Well, I mean, the, the illegals have been coming across 300,000 to a million. You know, you could, you could chart it on a graph mm -hmm. since Reagan. And they're all here illegally. What was the article I read that um, Ellis Island was open for, what was it, 50 years maybe? We've, there have been more illegals coming in in the last few years than at Ellis Island legally in 50 years. 50 years, yeah, yeah. Um, it is intentional, it is damaging, it's gonna damage the culture. Did I say that? I mean, when, when, when you say it's gonna damage the culture, people say you hate Hispanics. It's not about Hispanics. You know, they're now the majority, they're not now the minority of people crossing the border, mm -hmm. you know? It's about all these people coming in with absolutely no investiture in the in the endeavor. They don't assimilate. They have no interest in the country. They're just here. They're here for handouts. Well, look at look at what's going on. They're getting treated better than the veterans. They're getting treated better than the black and brown citizens. That we have. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. But as we wrap up, going back to sports, uh, let me ask you, have you seen the documentary? Because I, I like to watch documentaries. And lately I've been crazy on the sports documentaries. Have you seen the Battered Bastards of Baseball yet? I have. Watched it about the, about a year ago now. So it's been out for a little while. Such characters, man. It was, it was so cool. Kurt Russell's dad. Yep. And Kurt actually played for the team for two seasons, I think. No. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were a team of reprobates. Half of them ended up in jail, one ended up in witness protection. <laughs> and uh, uh, they actually spanked the organized clubs, the, the, the affiliated clubs, on a fairly regular basis. You yeah. Know? That was great to watch. Yeah, I, I watched that and uh, The Saint of Second Chances, if you haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. Excellent movie. It's about um, uh, Bill and Mike Veek, the guys. Uh, well, Bill owned the White Sox for a little while. And then he owned the uh, the St. Paul Saints. Uh, and they were like marketing lunatics. You know, Bill's office was a bar in the stadium. He was there all the time. Is, he, is uh, Bill Veck the guy that had the midget? 
Yeah, that, yeah. He had the midget. Yeah. He had a guy without any legs. The short person. I don't know. Shouldn't say he midget. had he had a uh, uh, a female pitcher. Right. She won too bad. She she did the job. She started. I think she started a couple times, but she did a really good relief job. Um, but these were the guys that had the disco sucks night. Right. Which was a madhouse. It actually destroyed. It destroyed Bill V. It destroyed the field and Bill V. It turned into yeah. a riot. Yeah. It yeah. was his son's idea. His son was given the job of publicity. And he had done a We Love Disco Night the previous season. Uh, then the next season, he thought, well, let's do a Disco Sucks Night. <laughs> and they ended up with a lot of the regulars, but like three quarters of the stadium were these juiced up, baked up freaks who were, they were not baseball fans. And this goofball they hired to do the promo, blowing up the disco records and then just pandemonium broke loose. And it was, it was a scene. It was worse than the Capitol insurrection. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to leave everybody with this. If you watch um, the Saint of second chances, listen to what Daryl Strawberry says at the very end. And then, of course, you're going to see the story about the guy's daughter. If you don't at least get a lump in your throat and have to pretend you're not crying, you don't have a heart. Yeah, I have to watch Gotta this. Got to like see talking, it. Talking about documentaries, I don't know, uh, you know, we're, I know we're uh, off on a little bit on a music tangent here, but uh, a, a documentary just came out called The Greatest Night in Rock. Have you seen that one yet? No, no. The story or the making of the uh, We Are the World video. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, fabulous, you get a chance to see that. Yeah, a lot. All the big names, all the names we grew up with, were in that. And, and they're all they're all interviewed. They're all part of the story, and uh, you know, it's it's really excellent. But uh, yeah, well, so with that, I will I will say thank you, Ron. Thank you. It was awesome as usual. Hopefully next week we can be more chipper. Well, we have to find some good news somewhere because yeah. this, this this week has just been. A hellhole. I I I just don't see it. Other than other than being adorable ourselves, <laughs> you know, I I don't know how we're going to bring sunshine into people's lives. I think I, I think when when the uh, when the Democratic convention comes around, I think we have to do this live, twenty four hours a day, because it's. Oh my God! It'll be. I crazy. can't imagine what's going to happen there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Over under. They carry Biden all the way through the convention. Drop him then. Or they get rid of them before the convention. What do you think? I think I'm looking at right around, you know, I can't say right around the convention time, whether it's a week before or at the convention where they can throw throw the names up for grabs and uh, gingerly get Kamala Harris off the ticket and throw somebody else in there. I'm gingerly like with a bulldozer. Yeah, right. I'm right around election time. I, I mean, uh, convention time. I, I can't, I don't have a date, but right okay, around. Okay, so convention. that's. Ron and I, you, you got to remember this when the convention comes. I said after. That's my I'm favorite. Gonna go, they're going to wait till after, and an, and a committee is going to appoint the new. I'm going to go under. You're going to go over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Great time. We'll be back again at least next week, and uh, we'll work on having. We'll 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 be like the local news. We'll have one heartwarming, adorable story for you. 